Super Talk Mississippi media production. Or pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour. Glad you're with us around the state of Mississippi this afternoon on the Super Talk Radio Network. Bob Getty and my buddy Chuck Abadie sitting in with me this afternoon here at the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg. Uh, glad to have you, Chuck. Well, it's always fun to fun to be here. All right, uh, Luke is off on a mission trip. Uh, Lord knows where Kelly's at. He may resurface in the next couple of days. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he doesn't. Opening segment is sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit, proud supporters of Southern Miss Athletics, and, of course, the Eagle Hour. We encourage you to enjoy their delicious food. They cook it seven days a week right here in Hattiesburg or in your hometown, wherever you're listening this afternoon. And Dickie's will cater any event, large or small, so the next time you need something special, you can sit back, relax, and let Dickies do the cooking. Golden Eagles beat UNO in non-conference baseball last night. A weird night. 18 batters struck out by Golden Eagle pitching. But get this, 11 either put on base by hitting them or walking them, Chuck. <laughs> you, you know, it, it's – you know it, it, with the weather the way it is, maybe it was a wet baseball, Bob. <laughs> well, it was wet and moist, there's no question. And it was a long baseball game, almost four hours on a weeknight. Uh, but the Golden Eagles record their fourth win of the early season. Competition going to get a lot, lot tougher this weekend. Central Arkansas coming in to the Pete for a three-game series. Steve Owens is the play-by-play voice for the University of Central Arkansas. And we welcome him to the Eagle Hour. Steve, thanks for coming on. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me today. Well, it's our pleasure. Look, for Golden Eagle baseball fans down here that may not know much about Central Arkansas, uh, I got bad news for them. This is not going to be easy. Central Arkansas is good, Steve. Y'all win a lot of ball games up there. We do, and we do it behind our pitching and defense as well. That's kind of what we've built our whole program around the last 10 years under head coach Alan Gump. 98 wins just in the last three seasons. And, uh, and Coach Gum, 247 wins in an eight-year span. You guys put five players on the preseason Southland All-Conference team. Uh, you're bringing a good ball club in here uh, Friday night. We are. We are. Got off to a decent start this weekend against Missouri State one Sunday. But our starting pitching, we'll hang our hat on our starting pitching Two of those five that you mentioned in the preseason are our frontline starters on Friday and Saturday. One's projected to be a high-round draft pick if he continues what he's doing, and the other one was a freshman All-American a senior a season ago as a lefty. So usually it all it all starts on the mound, which I know it does that with everyone in college baseball. But you know we're gonna we're gonna try to piece it together with our starting pitching and, and building it behind them. Now I know it was just a few years back that uh, Central Arkansas went up to Starkville in a regional and beat Mississippi State. That's no easy task. For any team in America uh, to go beat them in, in Starkville, but there's not a lot of history, I don't think, between Southern Miss and Central Arkansas. Am I wrong about that? Well, it's funny you should bring up that year because that was 2013. 
that we took two out of three at Duty Noble, and then the week later we came down to Hattiesburg and took two out of three. Okay. And then later that year, obviously, we went to the regional and, and fell just about a few innings short, and that was the year they finished national runner-up to UCLA. Right. But, yeah, but other than that, you're correct. I think maybe since we've been Division One over the last 14 seasons, we've played one other series down in Hattiesburg. It, I, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not even sure if it was a midweek or a weekend, but it was mm-hmm. early on in that in that tenure. Well, I'm going to tell you something, Steve. Anytime you go to Starkville and win two out of three and then come to Hattiesburg and win two out of three, that's a pretty good road trip right there. Well, that's when we knew we had a pretty special team that year, and, and it turned out, obviously, they were. We have one player from the outfield that, that's in the majors with Toronto, and another one that got all the way up to Triple A. So we we had a pretty good we had a pretty good lineup back then, and gave them all they wanted. Well, I looked at your schedule last year. You guys are three and zero against Sam Houston State. That's a perennial, very good baseball program. Uh, you win a non conference game against Oklahoma State. You're three and two against Southeastern Louisiana. Those are all quality programs uh, that you were able to beat last year. So, what should Golden Eagle fans expect this weekend from your ball club? Hopefully, if you know we're we're on our game, a lot of low scoring games, a lot of good pitching. You were mentioning about how the walks last night. I guess in your non conference game, typically we will not walk a whole lot of batters. But you know, it's early season, you never know how things are going to be, especially with guys trying to lengthen out as far as how they have pitch counts going. But you'll see a lot of situational baseball at at the plate. We don't have a ton of speed. We have some decent speed, but we do have a little more power than we've had in the years past. So that's a different dynamic that we're getting used to here as well. Well, Steve, uh, my name's Chuck Abadie, and I'm I'm a uh, freak, uh, sometimes guest on the show. But where are where are most of your players from? Are they from Arkansas? We we get a very good core group from Arkansas, and then we hit the JUCOs of Texas pretty well in Oklahoma. Some of those areas we hit the JUCOs, Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, very uh, pretty well. We got a lot of Texas kids on our team normally. But, yeah, we, we do a pretty good job of Arkansas kids who are under the radar. You know, most of them, if they're, if they're good enough, they're going to get drafted or end up in Fayetteville. But, we, you know, we're, we're kind of that second choice for the rest of that group, and, and we've done well building it from inside our own state and even from inside our, you know, the central Arkansas area. Coach Gunn takes a lot of pride in the in-state recruiting and making sure we build this thing with Arkansas kids who will have pride in putting on that uniform. Well, Steve, what's a, what's a little? Give us a quick little uh, background on Coach Gunn. Is that right? Coach uh, Gum, Al Gum. Gum, yes, sir. Yeah, where where uh, where is he from and and such? He played uh, baseball at Southern Arkansas University, which is a, a D two power, and then he coached there for about five six years before he took over here at UCA. And he he they were always good at Division two, and then he took them to another level. So that they, that's a, a powerhouse down in Magnolia, Arkansas, just a small school down there that they've built into a baseball power over the years. Hey, Steve, uh, we're always curious to ask this question. You know, baseball, uh, this is a fanatical baseball town down here. Uh, baseball team draws a lot of fans, uh, big, big excitement anytime Southern Miss plays baseball. How popular is, is college baseball in your neck of the woods? It's popular. We don't get the crowd sometimes that I think we would want, and part of that's due to cold weather. You know, we, we back we front load our home schedule a lot because you have the northern schools coming down. I'm sure y'all have the same thing where the northern schools come down and try to get out of the elements up there so some of the fans may not come out early. And then some of those late home games, the you know, the students are gone, so you don't get that. But, it, you know, they support it pretty well down here. Obviously, a lot of people are excited in the state of Arkansas about other programs, at least one in particular. But 
you know, baseball is is supported here, and a lot of that has to do with the success we've had under Coach Gum. We didn't have a whole lot of success in this program prior to him getting here on any level, D2 or D1, some toward the end of it, but he's taking this program and, and taking it to a whole different level. And what do you think your kids know about Southern Miss baseball and the atmosphere they're coming to Friday night? I think they know we're going into a very, a very traditional baseball facility and a team, you know, a program that's used to winning. They, they do know that. You know, we got a lot of intelligent kids as far as keeping up with the game of college baseball. They follow it, especially the Texas kids, the Arkansas kids. You know, Arkansas being where they have these Arkansas kids grow up, they know you know the powers of, of college baseball and, and the regional powers as well. So they they're not they're not you know they're not unfamiliar with it. Of course, we play a lot of non-conference teams. You know, Wichita State, Oklahoma State. We're going to Vanderbilt in two weeks. You know, we don't. Coach Gum doesn't shy away of who he plays as far as non-conference goes, and that's just a testament to what he's done with his program. Sure. Well, one thing new down here is a new artificial turf just got put on the field. I, I don't think we would have played Sunday or last night had it not been for that. In all honesty, because we've been getting a lot of rain down here. Your kids play? Do they play on artificial turf, or are they accustomed to that? Yes, we have a geo surface infield turf. Our outfield is grass, but. Well, they're getting ready for a game today. We were supposed to play Memphis here last night. It got pushed back to this afternoon. So, you know, whether – thankfully we do have this turf or we might not have got either one of those, you know, yeah. the opportunity to get that game in, which, you know, weekend rotation-wise it doesn't affect anything. But these guys seeing a lot of pitching and competition going back to the last week before heading into Hattiesburg, it'll certainly help. Right. Well, look, we uh, look forward to having you and your guys down here. We think it'll be an exciting atmosphere all weekend. We love baseball here. and. We love good competition, and, and clearly, clearly, Central Arkansas will bring that to Pete Taylor Park. So, safe travels to you, and uh, we'll look forward to having you in, in our town, Steve. Appreciate you guys having me on today. All right. Steve Owens, everybody, is the play-by-play voice for Central Arkansas University, located uh, Chuck Abbey at the foothills of the beautiful Ozark Mountains. Conway, is that Conway, right? Conway, Arkansas. Yeah, I never, never been been through there. I tell you the truth, I didn't even know there was a Central Arkansas. Well, I'll tell you what, I lived in the Delta a long time. We vacationed a lot up in the Ozark Mountains. Our kids just loved going to the mountains. And Conway is where kids would always get excited because when you hit Conway, you were going to turn north northeast and you were headed directly into the mountains because they're they're right at the foot of the mountains and i'm gonna tell you what chuck abity they bring a pretty talented baseball program well it sounds like it and and you know look at their non-conference schedule they're kind of like usm right you know they're gonna they, they play a lot of good good programs no easy pickings for the golden eagles this weekend fans all right when we come back uh, pitching coach uh, christian ostrander is going to join us and talk about the wild performance of his pitching staff last night in that six to five win over UNO as the Eagle Hour continues.
tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Welcome back. Glad you're with us this afternoon around the state. Want to thank Steve Owens from Central Arkansas <laughs> for coming on the show, University of Central Arkansas. We certainly appreciate his time. This segment sponsored by Campus Bookmark, campusbookmark.net, full of Southern Miss baseball apparel and all kinds of other cool stuff. They're open six days a week on Hardy Street right across from the campus. Or if you're listening in other parts of Mississippi, as we are glad you do each and every day, you can go to campusbookmark.net, and uh, they'll deliver your stuff right to your front door. All right, so the Golden Eagles win last night. Long game, almost four hours long, 6-5 to five over UNO. Uh, pitching coach Christian Ostrander joins us. And, Coach, first of all, uh, thanks. I know you had a late night. I appreciate you coming on the show today. I uh, appreciate you having me. No problem. All right, Coach, I want to read some stats to you, and I want you to tell me as an experienced pitching coach, how, how uncommon is this? Your staff only gives up four hits. They strike out 18 batters. They hit six batters and walk seven. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, what do I say about that stat line? I want to I'm really thankful for the strikeouts because if that didn't happen, then we got our we got our tails beat for sure. But uh, you know, I don't know. It's uh, things can be contagious. Say what you will with that. I've seen it before. You know, my career where you're kind of looking out there like going, "Good grief!" I mean, what's what's going on? I mean, Mm -hmm. understandably coming in last night, you know, strike throwing machine and four pitch walk first guy. I'm like going, (laughs) you know, are you kidding me? Uh And uh, and then obviously settles in and goes so. You don't make too much of it. You don't make more than it is. You know, win or lose, you address it. And, you you know, these guys know that's not our identity, our philosophy, our, you know, our plan. And uh, But sometimes you got to have those moments to uh, help you be better at it in the future. My partner here, Chuck Abbott, he's, uh, he's with us today on the on the show, Coach. He asked a really interesting question during the break. He asked me if I thought the, the, the UNO batters last night were crowding the plate at all. Did that play any role in, in the number of hit batters? Well, I mean, sure it does. I mean, their, you know, their philosophy, UNO, their, their, their offensive philosophy takes after their, uh, their head coach, Blake Dean, who was a – a heck of a college hitter uh, in, his, in his own right. And they get up there, they get on the plate, they try to take away, you know, kind of dare you to throw inside, and they're going to take their hacks. And uh, you can't be scared of that. You've got to throw in, uh, or they'll they'll find the barrel and uh, and they'll hurt you. And, and so for the most part, a lot of our strikeouts were on some fastballs either in or elevated that, uh, you know, it, every now and then you're going to hit a guy with it or, a spin. Some of the ones that happened, though, were just poor execution on our part. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of new faces on the mound. Now we're we're all familiar with Hunter, and, and as you say, he walked the first batter, but then he struck out. I think six batters, and he really just shut the game down at that point. Which I think we're used to seeing that out of him now. Uh, but a lot of those kids that you pitched last night, they were new, were they not? Uh, well, you know, Drew Boyd, that was his first collegiate inning. Uh, ben Etheridge was his first collegiate inning. Um, you know, and so those two guys, I mean, that was as green as they could be. And, and uh, both of them, I had to put them in a pretty precarious situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, and overall, I'm very proud of them. I, I thought they, you know, handled it, did fine, and they got their feet wet. I didn't expect them to uh, only improve and get better. Right. Well, uh, Coach, I'm – uh, I'm Chuck Abadie, and I, you know, I uh, I 
watched you for a while. I, of course, I, I used to work at Pearl River Community College, so I'm familiar with your baseball background. But, you know, uh, uh, Bob, I, I used to pitch. I pitched at USM. No, no, you told you know? me that. And, and Coach Oz, I, I still have a record there. They tell me I was the only pitcher that ever had a fastball that had an arch on it. <laughs> Corky Palmer knows about that. Corky and I used to play ball with each other. But now let me tell you what he really yeah. said, Coach. He told me that he, he came in in relief one time after Ray Guy. And Ray Guy had been throwing 100-plus mile-an-hour fastballs across the plate. And when Chuck started throwing, he said the ball was just leaving his hand and the batters were already swinging. <laughs> what coaching advice could you have given him? That, I think that was great strategy on, on on putting you in after Ray. I think that was pretty smart. Yeah, I don't know if you ever saw him throw, but th- that was up at Delta State, and and of course Ray Ray could bring it now. He could he could bring it. I, I can remember some stories uh, Coach Ferris saying uh, about him back in my old Delta State days and stuff that uh, about some of those matchups or whatnot. So uh, yeah, I've I've heard the I've heard the history and the stories of it. Uh, not only here, but other places as well. Right. Well, you know, as as pitching coach, and, and of course, it, you, you got a lot of young guys, and and they're going to get better. And you know, it's always better when you when you win. You know, when you're winning mm-hmm. to do this. Right. Right. And uh, of course, I know we got the big series coming up this weekend. But I kind of surprised Bob a little bit when I told him. I said, you know, you know who our next non-conference or our next game is. Uh, following that is Tuesday up in Ole Miss, and mm-hmm. that's going to be a, that's going to be a challenge, right? Uh, so, as well for these young guys. So, coach, sure. bet- between the three games this weekend, we just talked to the play-by-play voice of Central Arkansas. That's a pretty solid baseball program, am I right? And so, you really got you got four tough games ahead of you now. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, at this level, I mean, every game, <laughs> every game, you you better play well, or you, you could get beat. I mean, and. You know, regardless of who you're playing or whatnot, you, you got to you got to play the game well, or or you know you'll be fortunate to win. So, but yeah, you know we know we got a tough opponent coming in that's uh, got some uh, experienced arms with uh, some some stuff, and uh, you know, but we we feel like we do too, and you know, and it's just going to be go out there and let the game unfold and try to control what you can't control and, and compete and you know kind of see where it falls. Now, Coach, is it fair to say that you've you've pretty much settled on your Friday and Saturday night starter? Uh, first of all, is that a correct assumption? And second part of the question would be, is that the case with your Sunday starter at this point? Well, I think you, you still, you know, you, you're learning. I'm still learning. I'm still learning these guys. It's going to take a little time for me to really see, you know, I guess the where – the best way to use guys, the best places to use guys, and how to use them. I think that's the biggest challenge is, you know, finding what positions to put them in to allow them success. So, uh, yeah, I feel good about Fridays and Saturdays. I think, you know, that that's, you know, fairly easy to see for all of us. And, you know, on Sundays, you know, we, 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 Chandler, we're not going to, you know, uh, go off at just one time or whatnot. We're going to get that opportunity. Chandler's going to be a fine pitcher here. There's no doubt. And uh, I expect him to, just keep evolving and developing, and uh, whether he locks that down that position uh, on Sundays or somebody else uh, proves that they need to be it, you know, time will tell. So it's mm-hmm. just really trying to collect a lot of data right now of, of what your guys do when they get out there and how they handle situations, and then once you get all that data, you, you figure out where to where to plug it into. All right. And this time of the year, Coach, when the weather's like it was last night, like it was Sunday, uh 
are you really suppressing the pitch count? I mean, is it is it too early to let these kids just go a hundred percent for as long as uh, as long as they can throw? Oh, I think so. I mean, you know, you we we had a number, you know, that we built up coming in at the. Uh, leading into our opening weekend of a pitch count for our starters, and uh, we st- we stuck by that, you know, this past weekend, um, you know, and I think this weekend's kind of the same, similar, you know, deal. There'll be a pitch count, and then as you keep going, as it warms up a little bit and all that stuff, then you start, you know, loosening the reins a little bit, letting them letting them extend a little bit more. New players, new pitchers on your staff that um, that you think Southern Miss fans are going to hear a lot of this year. Oh, man, uh, new pitchers on the staff that I think they'll hear a lot of. I think, you know, I think you're going to hear a lot of, uh, you know, Ben Etheridge. I think you're going to hear a lot of um, Matt Adams, Isaiah Rhodes, uh, Chandler, um, you know, really any of them, be honest with you. I, I really feel like that group of uh, young guys, I mean, I guess you could throw Drew Boyd in that category. Everybody already knows who he is, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, just a guy getting his feet wet, so – you know, as well. There's others. I still have you know a couple that hadn't even thrown yet, and uh, that they will. Um, you know, so just kind of again, you need innings yet to to be able to get them all in, but you still got to you know try to strategize and plan to do what you think's best to win the games too, mm-hmm. and uh, instead of just pure experimentation. You know, we've heard Coach Perry tell us a lot uh, leading up to the season that that he thought this was as good a pitching staff depth wise as the school's had in a long time. You can you agree with that? I'm assuming. I mean, I I, I like it. I, I really do. I you know I enjoy these guys, and what I what I like so much about this staff is there's so many different looks, um, different arm angles, different you know stuff, different pitch, whatever. I mean, it's just you can you can really make it hard for a team to game plan against you, and by being, bringing in different matchup looks to them and stuff. So. You're going to find every team you play, there's going to be something that works, you know, uh, that they don't like, you know, whether it's a, a lefty or a righty, whether it's a guy that can really spin it or a guy that has a plus changeup or velocity. And so you can kind of, you know, once you find out those weaknesses, utilize your guys that uh, help you promote that weakness. So mm-hmm. that's what's fun about this group that uh, I look forward to just seeing them continue to evolve and grow. You're kind of channeling the old uh, Colin Cargill with that side armor you threw last night, Coach. Well, you know what? There's a long history of them here. And, uh, <laughs> you know, when we found Isaiah, you know, uh, I guess about a year and a half ago, two years ago, whatnot, you know, it was a priority. And I think he's got a chance to be a pretty good one. He's got that, got enough crazy in him to, to be pretty effective, I think. Right. Well, Coach, we appreciate the great job you're doing at Southern Miss, and uh, you're always welcome on the show. And thank you very much, sir, for your willingness to come on. Okay. Well, thank you for your support, and uh, we appreciate it. See you Friday night. Coach Christian Ostrander, pitching coach, and I think a great one at University of Southern Mississippi. Chuck and I will be right back after this. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Welcome back. Glad you're with us this afternoon. Bob Getty and Chuck Abney sitting in with me this afternoon at the First Bank Studio here in Hattiesburg. This segment sponsored by our good buddies down at Fourth Street Bar and Grill. Great 895 plate lunch five days a week. 
the best poor boys, uh, shrimp poor boys I've had, uh, you'll find at Forest Street Bar and Grill. Lots of uh, activities, pool tables, all sorts of tournaments, all sorts of cool stuff. Always going on at Forest Street Bar and Grill. Great place to kick off your baseball weekend, both Friday and Saturday. They're right in the shadow of the rock on 4th Street. I want to thank uh, pitching coach Christian Ostrander for joining us uh, in the show. Also, Steve Owens, who is the play-by-play voice of Central Arkansas. Christian Ostrander, uh, Chuck, you mentioned you were familiar with him. He obviously was at Jones Junior College uh, back at Delta State. I think he played baseball at Delta State. I think he's done an outstanding job as a pitching coach. Oh, no, I, I do. And, and, and you know, there's a lot of pressure on college, college pitching coaches because – you know, when you look at the grand, the big picture of pitchers, okay, kids out of high school that throw well, okay, they're going to get drafted. And, and odds are they're not going to play college. So really, when you look at it, colleges take kind of what's left. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a mm-hmm. not a very a great way to put that, you know. I mean, there are great college pitchers, but the pros have a way of taking some of the – some of the finer kids, right. no you know, question. You know, right out of high school. Right. Uh, back to that game last night. The Golden Eagles uh, go into the ninth inning, the bottom of the ninth inning, trailing five to four. Uh, and here's how it unfolded: Pinch hitter Fisher Norris reaches base on an infield error with one out, and then after back-to-back singles by Dustin Dickerson and Gabe Montenegro, who had a huge night. Uh, then freshman Reed Trimble comes in and lines a 2-2 pitch over the privateer's right fielder's head, and uh, that drove home Norris at Dickerson for the game winner. And so the, goal, the Golden Eagles pull it out again in the bottom of the ninth. There's so many, so many times. I think I read earlier today, Chuck, it was like the 15th or 16th walk-off win for Southern Miss in the last three years at the peak. I think we can – Feel safe in saying the friendly confines. There's no question. There is something a little magical about things that happen at the, at Pete Taylor Park, and uh, and last night was uh, was another example. So the Golden Eagles are four zero, going to take on a tough Central Arkansas team. I just can't emphasize that enough. This is not going to be, I don't believe, an easy weekend opponent for the Golden Eagles. Central Arkansas, uh, a good quality ball club, won 32 games last year, 32 the year before. 34 games the year before that. so And they play in a good conference. The Southland is a good baseball conference uh, with some really good programs in it. And Central Arkansas is very competitive in that conference. So look for a very competitive series this weekend at Pete Taylor Park. Games are scheduled for uh, 6 o'clock, 2 o'clock, and 1 o'clock on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh before we get back to the weekend activities on campus, uh, Chuck, of course, longtime uh, sports editor for the Hattiesburg American, now at Pearl River uh, Community College. And, boy, for people in other parts of the state that, that may not know this, Chuck, uh, Pearl River is on the verge of accomplishing something extraordinary in basketball. Well, they play their final regular season game of the year uh, Thursday night at Meridian, uh, and they are undefeated. And you know what's interesting about the USM connection there? You know who Meridian Community College's coach is? Hmm. James Green. Yes, that's you right. Know, yes, you know, that's you know, right. Yes, James Green. And there. that's where Scott Berry came from. That's right. right. That's right. He right. was, uh, you know, he and Corky Palmer, and they all right. came from Meridian Community College. So it'll be interesting. But, but uh, Coach Chris Oney, one through 12, 12 people on his roster, has got the best. Uh, 
accumulation of talent that I've seen in a long time mm-hmm. on the community college level. I mean, uh, number one in the country, am I right? No, number two. Number number two, number in, the two in the country, and 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 of course they'll start postseason play next week, and and you got the uh, MACJC state tournament, and then you following that you, week you got the region tournament, and if you do well in the region tournament, you go to the national tournament and. Hutchinson, Kansas, where they went last year, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and interesting enough, uh, six of those guys signed with Division One schools, and Coach Oni went out and got another batch of mm-hmm. really good players. One of them being uh, uh, the guard Tay Hardy, who who's already committed to play for Jay mm-hmm. Ladner at USM, and and, uh, and he will he will make contributions. And do so quickly, I believe. We had that young man on the show last week. Very well-spoken. Very impressive kid. Put in perspective, though, what kind of a basketball player is coming to Southern Miss in Tay Hardy. Well, you know, one of the things that that, uh, Chris Oney has done with offensively is they spread the ball around. It's none of this, you know, one guy type thing. So. Uh, if you watch them, and I'll, the games on the road, you know, a lot of these games are, are uh, video streamed, and I've, I've watched him. He reads the floor well, okay, mm-hmm. and and knows where the other guys are supposed to be, okay. So uh, if he's not taking it to the hole uh, on his own, he knows he knows where to dish it off to the other guys. Mm-hmm. He told us in his interview that uh, he that was his favorite part of the game was assist assisting other players on the floor was what he enjoyed more than anything. Well, you know, to do that you got to have good players, okay? Mm-hmm. And 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 he's got a lot of good players. I mean, we're talking about guys at six eight, six ten. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it, it, that he's out there playing with, and and you know to to kind of put it in perspective a little bit. You know we're not playing in a weak league either. either. No, you know no, these. No. You know these guys. These teams uh, in the MACJC. You know a lot of these are players that that will go on to to be Division One players somewhere else. And uh, uh, you know, I mean, this past Monday we played Southwest at home. Our team we were down at half. We mm-hmm. were we were behind at halftime and. Uh, Turned it up a notch in the second half and won by six. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, which is I think is good for for Pearl Rivers team uh, to get that kind of competition getting ready going into right. the postseason. It's almost unheard of though, unheard of to have an undefeated basketball season. Well, it's it's you know especially uh, when you've got to go into hostile environments like at Jones or at Gulf Coast. Uh, your guys have got to put put that uh, noise and the crowd and stuff, you know, out of their minds and, and play well. Uh, and and you think about it. I mean, you know, somewhere along the way, you know, we we are, have a bad game or we're down mm-hmm. or we can't shoot or what. But that goes back to the point I made. One through twelve, he can he, if somebody's not hitting. He can look down that bench and bring somebody else in who can hit. Who can, right? You know, and I think that's that's uh, to Coach Oney's credit. You know, Chris has Chris has done a super job there. 
And so the leader of this undefeated, nationally ranked number two in the country team is headed to Southern Miss. Headed to Southern Miss. and Well, that's a huge pickup, is it not, for Jay Ladder? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I've, I've watched them. And, and, of course, Coach Ladder and them have played well the last couple yeah. of weeks. Okay. But we don't have a true point, point guard. Point guard. Right. And, and I think that's where he's going to. Step up. Step up for us. You look for him to immediately play. I, I look for him right away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot going on on the campus this weekend. I think you just had that up on your phone. Run down that, if you will, please. Okay. I I, I know I saw, uh, Bob, where we got uh, – it's not on here, but I, I know I saw uh, online, I believe we opened the volleyball. Uh, I think that's right. Season at 10 o'clock uh, right. Saturday. That's right. And then we follow that up with the men's basketball game at noon against Middle Tennessee. And then at 2 o'clock is a baseball game with Central Arkansas. And then at, uh, at 4 o'clock, it's the women's basketball game at home against Charlotte. So, huh. you know, if you're a Southern Miss athletic <laughs> fan, I can't think of a better, a better way to spend. I mean, I haven't looked at the weather right. forecast. And, and I think it's going to be clear and Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, you know, just some sun. You know, right, I just right. like to have. So a, you could just basically come camp out all day. Come, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, just just and never know. leave Fourth Street. And never leave. You could get two basketball games and a baseball game in, and uh, and never leave Fourth Street come Saturday. Okay. All right. Well, all right. So it, it, it's a busy day, and and I look forward to the men's basketball game because, you know, you know, to tell you the truth. Bob, I still haven't quite figured out what what this formula is. No, I don't think it We had somebody from a conference <laughs> on yesterday. I don't think he knew either. Here's a little caveat, too. If you purchase your tickets in advance for the basketball game, the baseball game, and the women's basketball game, you get a free Southern Miss T-shirt when you buy your tickets. So that may be something you want to keep in mind. Well, it's, it, it, it you know, good weather, you know, and, and – of course, you can't have a baseball rain out if it's not no, raining, so no, that's, that's a right. good thing. And, you know, with all due respect to basketball, we love Coach Ladder. We certainly love Coach McNellis, and we support wholeheartedly the basketball teams. But, my God, it feels good to have baseball <laughs> It does. There. It does. <laughs> all right. Eagle Hour continues. Go talk a little Saints news when we come back. Top. Welcome back to the Eagle Hour. Glad you're with us this afternoon. Appreciate you tuning in each and every day. This segment sponsored by Hattiesburg Toyota. Big dealership right across the street from this studio, actually, on Highway 98. Huge inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles. And, of course, Toyotas are legendary for their durability and reliability and performance. We talk earlier that probably the loneliest guy at Hattiesburg Toyota is the mechanic because he probably never has much to work on. <laughs> But uh, if you're looking for a great deal on a car, truck, SUV, new or used, uh, 
our buddies at Hattiesburg Toyota are, are eager to help you. Chuck, uh, Chuck Abbey with me, uh, formerly, of course, with Hattiesburg America, now with uh, Pearl River Junior College. And Chuck, you know, I had you and Rick Cleveland on the show two or three weeks ago, and I, I don't know that we've ever gotten more feedback about a show than we did about that conversation we had with you and Rick. And since then, the second largest newspaper parent company, the McClaskey Group, which owns the Biloxi Sun-Herald, has filed bankruptcy. Yeah, well, you know, I I guess I'm not surprised. You know, McClatchy, uh, you know, owned papers in, what, Miami and mm-hmm. and other places like that and the Sun-Herald. And, and what happens is, Bob, you, you look at who it is that's bought these organizations, and it's these big hedge fund groups. Well, they're in the business of making money, okay? Mm-hmm. So get ready because the, the axe is coming on a lot of employees, and, 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 and that's unfortunate. I mean, it's already started, uh, you know, up to now, but I, I, I'm afraid to say it's only going to get worse. And I thought it was so interesting that you and Rick Cleveland both pointed out to me that that's bad news for Southern Miss, for schools like Southern Miss. Well, you know, how else do you get the word out? I mean, you get you do it with social media, but you know, Bob, not everybody does social media. Now, and I know young people. I know young people don't believe that, but the truth is, not everybody in the world is attached not, uh, to social media. That's it. I mean, I mean, who's who's buying the tickets? Okay, right. and who's giving the money? The older folks. I mean, young people have a hard time doing that. Okay, right. and and the older folks, you know, they're your newspaper readers. You know, I saw an interesting thing on Facebook yesterday, where they it was a picture in a Starbucks. And there was a guy sitting in the middle table reading a newspaper. Mm-hmm. And there was about 15 people at about five different tables around him. All of them had a laptop. Mm-hmm. And they were all looking over at the guy reading the newspaper. And I thought, well, there I am right there. Right. Well, they know? may not have known what he was reading. <laughs> they may not have known what you that know? was, it being a newspaper. Some kind of uh, artifact or relic, yeah. right? <laughs> Correct. You know, Correct. I, I, thought, I thought that was pretty interesting. But, but I mean, seriously, you know, I mean, I, you know, what worries me about social media is the fake news things, you know. Right. And. You know, what I'm really kind of surprised about, and it, I know it happened in the early going, when you get into Twitter and Facebook things, say Friday night, okay, what's to stop somebody from putting a wrong score out sure, there and sure. has your team lose, okay? And that's the last thing you see when you go to bed, mm-hmm. okay? There was a time, Chuck, when you went to school and got degrees in journalism and you worked your way up the ladder to, to call yourself a journalist, and now everybody who has a blog thinks they're a journalist. Well, you know what's even different about that, Bob, is now you got all these journalists who are now doing the public relations Correct. stuff at, at different places. Right, and if you notice, a lot of media, even local TV media down here in South Mississippi, they seem to place as much or more emphasis on social media reporting as they do on air reporting. I'll do you one worse nowadays with all the social media platforms and the ease of use and accessibility of it. You have these people out there calling themselves social media influencers, <laughs> which basically thinks they think if they have any type of knowledge in any sort of subject, they can get on their platform and say, I know this and this, and you That's should right. do this and that. And they go out there. And they hold this up like it's like it's a degree, right. and they say, "I want free stuff." 
And there was a time you believed everything you read in the newspaper. Yeah. You yeah. believed everything you heard on the local news or the national news because there was an emphasis on accuracy, accuracy. And, 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 you know, credibility. Yeah. You know, that was a big thing. Long gone thing. days, aren't they, Chuck? Oh, yes. oh, yes. Oh, yes. All right, before we run out of time, first of all, I want to thank you for coming on the show, but uh, your early observations of this baseball program we all love so much. Well, I think uh, we'll we'll know a lot after these next four games. Okay, before be right before we get into conference play, but uh, the pitching's going to have to carry us. Okay, mm-hmm. it kind of scares me a little bit that we don't have a long ball hitter. Mm-hmm. Okay, or at least right now, you know, maybe when things warm up and and things get to be a little different. Problem you run into there is, you know, opposing outfields realize you can't hit the long ball. They're going to play in, mm-hmm. and that's going to make it harder for us to score runs. But, you know, young pitching staff, let's go get it. Here's what I think, too. I think you have to play good defensive baseball, and you have to try to stay ahead in the games. You know, we we got accustomed to being two or three runs down late in the game. It didn't matter to us because we had a half a dozen guys that could come belt three-run home runs out at any pitch. And that Pete met Pete – it's Taylor still there. Bart magic. It's I still. think it's still there, Chuck. <laughs> Fog kind of rolling in late last night, kind of eerie looking outside. And sure enough, here they come again and win <laughs> at the bottom of I the know. night. It was a lot of fun. And uh, hope to see you all out at the Pete this weekend. It should be a great weekend of baseball and basketball at Southern Miss. Well, Chuck, thanks for coming on, man. Well, I'm, I'm enjoyed it. We'll be back tomorrow at 1 o'clock. And until then, Southern Miss. To, to the, the top. top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.